Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast, a podcast about expanding your creative capacity. Each week, we interview inspiring creatives to help you grow your freelance career. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrea Mejia Madriz, and I am a part of the Artist Marketing and Partnerships team here at Closer and Closer. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Dave Arcade. Thanks, Andrea. I'm Dave Arcade. I am an artist on the Closer and Closer roster, but enough about me because it is my pleasure to introduce today's guest. She is an illustrator born and raised in Minnesota. Basically, she just wants to make stuff colorful, happy, fun, usually girly, sometimes sporty, lighthearted stuff. She likes collaborating with and getting to know people, and she likes to have fun, like a lot, a lot of fun. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, Lindsay made this. Welcome. Welcome, hey guys. Hey, Lindsay. Thanks um, for having me. Of course. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I think there's just like a ton of great stuff that we can chat with you about. And you're honestly one of the artists on the roster that I've chatted with the most, I would say, and like just had the most time to get to know. So I'm super excited to just like get to share that with the world. I think it'll be fun. Oh, you guys have like a side friendship going? Maybe. We have a lot of you guys text? Do you guys text each other? <laughs> yeah, all the time. We FaceTime every night. Oh, well, that's weird. I, I, why? I tuck her in. Um, <laughs> is made this your maiden name or is that you? It is. Yep. It's, um, it's Finnish. Finnish yeah. heritage. Made this. Yeah. How lucky that you became an artist. It all worked out. <laughs> I know. It worked out perfectly. Long lineage of artists in the made this family. Yeah. You and I both have fake last names, which I think is cool. If you're going to. Do a job as ridiculous as getting paid to draw pictures. You might as well choose your own name, right? Exactly. Plus, my other names are very boring. <laughs> my maiden name and my married name both were professional golfers. Same middle is name, your, too. Is your maiden name Nicholas? Aho. It's that what? Is Finnish. Aho. Oh, that's kind of cool. That sounds. That doesn't sound Finnish. Yeah, it was a great last name. You know, you got teased for it a lot, but I got to be first in line all the time. Ah, uh, yeah. I was in the front of the alphabet. Did people call you a-hole? Is that why? They, they sure did. <laughs> so clever. Don't bring her trauma back, Dave. <laughs> uh, well, my last, my real last name is, uh, I can't, if I say the first thing that popped into my head, we can't run this episode. So I, and nothing <laughs> else, nothing else came. It just stayed there. So I'm not going to. Okay, great. Well, uh, Lindsay, hi. I, let's start over. Uh, we uh, we have some questions for you, young lady. And you are young, right? What are you, like 20, 21? You're not yeah. even drinking age. Lot, nope, 20. So I've got a yeah. lot of experience, a lot of things to share. Yeah. 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 I can't believe you've experienced so much but uh, in 20 years. You've done advertising. You're a mom. You're married. You uh, You've bought a house already. It's crazy. Yeah. I hope that's a house. I mean, you could live in apartments. I have no idea. Do you want to confirm? It? Okay, good. We couldn't continue this if it wasn't a house. We only like to talk to artists who live in houses. Um, um, so you are a, I'm going to, I'm just going to jump right into this. Uh, I haven't, I don't think I've talked to anybody in a couple of weeks. So anybody outside your family. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's been busy. Not and, even them. 
I've just been sleeping right there and it's stupid. Um, it's fun though. So you are what I like to call a lines and color gal. I too am a lines and color gal, mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't uh, at all do your work justice. You, you do a lot of stuff. You have your hand in a lot of creative cookie jars, if you will. Uh, I, rather than explain your work and ruin it, uh, why don't you tell our audience what it is you do? And, and please don't be shy, like, like the different mediums, like the stuff that you make, the stuff you get made, like you're, you're a pretty active artist. Yeah, I, um, I do like to do a lot of different things. I'm by nature, I'm kind of stir crazy and don't sit still for too long. Um, I obviously draw a lot with a pencil, sometimes the iPad. I have this, um, old Microsoft Oh, wow. a relic. <laughs> it's very embarrassing, but I stole it from my last agency, and I love I draw with that sometimes. Oh, wow. well, she just held up a like a, a, a Microsoft mouse from like two thousand four. <laughs> yep, maybe even earlier. It's pretty. It's yeah. It's my um my secret weapon. Um, but I love to paint too. I like to you know work with my hands a lot, so I like to do kind of all different scales. Um, murals. I love fashion. So I like to do, um, it started as just mock-ups and, and, um, you know, comps for fashion pieces, but it's sort of turned into, um, this whole customization side piece. Um, let's see what else I do. I, I have a background in design and art direction. So I love to collaborate with photographers and, and work on set and then also turn those images into illustrated pieces. Um, also dabble in a little bit of digital been trying my hand at animation. Um, still trying to Ooh. see if it's for me or not. It's very time consuming, uh, yeah. but I love you know making little stickers and also trying filters and that sort of thing. So I found your work because well I didn't find it. You you are on the same roster as me, so I had to like scroll down the website. But what I first like I felt when I fell in love with your work, Lindsay. I'm in love with your work. Oh, <laughs> my work loves um, you back. Uh, <laughs> It's it's the uh, stuff that you you paint on like jackets, footballs, and like you'll just paint on stuff like clothes. But it looks so good. Like I would wear even even though it's like a you know a girl's jacket, I wear it. Um, how how do you do that? Can you just paint on clothes, or do you have to like prep it? Um, yeah, you there's just a little bit of prep involved, but mostly I just kind of go to town. And then if it's for somebody, I think the nature of customization is to sort of treat it like something very special and sacred. So don't, you know, go wrestle in a gravel pit wearing my denim jacket, please. Oh, um, it's sacred for <laughs> to keep your work. Intact. Well, not I, not because it's my work, but just I, I oh, don't know sure. if I had a if I had a customized piece, I would I would treat it, treat it well. Totally. You know. So, um, yeah, a little bit of prep and then some gloss over top. But for the most part, it's just kind of ready to go as it is. It's cool. I, I uh, have a very long denim dress that goes down to my ankles. It's only denim. Oh, no. I'm hope yeah, that I'm hoping you can paint on one day for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure she would love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, cool. like, a favorite thing to do? I, this might be, like, a, a silly question, but I'm just wondering. Because you do actually a million things so is there something that like anytime somebody comes to you for that specific thing you're like oh yeah I think I think one of my favorites is to um work with photography because mm. it's it's so layered and also 
photography is something that I cannot do personally. So I'm always in awe that someone will let me deface their beautiful imagery. Um, <laughs> and, and the way that I work with photography is, is it incorporates a lot of different things. Like I play with the image itself. I like to bring in little, almost like little logos or type treatments, um, icons. It just, it's sort of my playground really. Have you ever done a, like a piece, whether it's editorial or, or you're working with a friend and like deleted the actual photo and just kept your art <laughs> and sent it back? Yeah, they love when you do that. Yeah. I'm sure they're thrilled. <laughs> or just trace over the image, just leave mm -hmm. the lines. Redraw it. Are, are we allowed to bring up uh, the piece that you showed us a few weeks ago and who you did it for or not? Um, Andrea, when does this air? Um, this will be out next Friday, a week from this oh. Friday. I guess well, I don't know. I would think so. No. Let's not risk it, but they're very famous, and it was really cool. I, I loved uh, it. It was a photo, people, and, and she mm -hmm. did her Lindsay thing. Um, so when this episode well, but, comes out, go look at your, her Instagram and see if it's out. Yeah, yeah it's Gilbert it Gottfried. I couldn't, I couldn't hold back. It's Gilbert Gottfried, everybody. <laughs> no, I think that might be one of my favorite projects so far because it, it was for a girly publication, a magazine, and mm -hmm. I got to... Um, draw over a female athlete, which I love sports a lot too. So getting to kind of geek out in that realm was just the greatest. Plus the photography was outstanding and all the, um, the styling was really pretty. So just yeah. so you guys know, the other projects, Lindsay sent me a message the other day where uh, it was a picture of a Kirby Puckett baseball card and a, a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. That's how much she loves sports. She owns a, she owns baseball cards, guys. She's not kidding around. Who's your favorite team? Um, Vikings. And, so that's your of sport. Of all time. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but Same they – and I also love the Twins, but, um, yeah, it's a heartbreak to live here in Minnesota, <laughs> but we do it anyway. Yeah. Have but, you always yeah. really loved sports? Like, since you were a kid, has that been, like, a lifelong thing? It has. I played, I played a lot of sports growing up and I, I just, I feel like they teach you everything you need to know in life. Um, and they're, they're just the greatest and like, God, people can do some really cool things with their bodies. So it's, yeah. it's just amazing to watch. It is this crazy. is sorry. I, I know we're like hanging on the first question, um, or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but this is an area where I always feel lonely besides mm -hmm. you love sports. And as an artist, you don't find a lot of folks in the same field who are like, oh, yeah, sports, in fact, you know, gets made fun of a lot. Yeah. And uh, it totally teaches you everything about life. So many times I've been watching a game or a fight. I was like, yep, that's what happens in life. It's just mm -hmm. there's the analogy of it, you know, <laughs> it's this thing you really, really wanted to land. And then it gets intercepted by the person you hate and they run it back and get all the glory. That's happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Girls. Love that. Love that. <laughs> yeah, we had Monique on the pod a couple weeks back. And me and Monique are both absolutely clueless about sports. I didn't like, know who Babe Ruth was. Thing. And he was trying so hard to engage us. And we were like, we don't know. <laughs> like, I'm your girls. Yeah. Yeah. I'll engage. <laughs> awesome. So kind of staying in the same realm of like fashion and sports. Again, I feel like there's so much ground that I want to cover with you, but this is something that like is really interesting to me. 
um, is your personal projects. I think that they are incredible. And like every time you do one, I'm like, how did she like do all this stuff? It's so sick. And like, yeah. So I love that you tend to use these as a space to combine your love of art with like your other loves like fashion and sports. Um, and I just wanted to ask like, what was your first time doing that? Like, how did you kind of think to start doing that? Because I mean, in my brain, like, it's just like all very separate things. And I always wonder like, how does she manage to combine like, yeah, sports, fashion, and this like girly artistic style so flawlessly? Um, well, thank you. Uh, it, it, I used to work in advertising, like I mentioned, as a designer art director, but I think I was just posing as that. And I was always an illustrator and yeah. always wanted to be one. Um, so eventually when I had kind of gotten to the point in my career where I wasn't making things anymore and I was a little unhappy, um, I kind of looked at things and said, well, what do I want to do? Let's, let's do illustration. So personal projects is kind of the way that I made that happen. I, mm -hmm. um, I didn't have a portfolio, so I had to kind of make one for myself. And I really thought about the type of projects I would eventually love to get. Um, so that's how my own personal briefs were written. Okay, I, I want it to be girly. I want it to be colorful, fun, happy. I want to make people smile. Um, and that's that's kind of the root of all my personal projects. And then I think that when you do that, you're at your most comfortable self as an illustrator. And yeah. your work really, really shows who you are. Like yeah. I, I, uh, when we get a project um, deck or brief with pulled scrap and images of mine, almost all the time it's my personal projects mm. and um that just makes me feel so comfortable because no one was telling me what to do or which pixels to push and um so then I can just I just do me yeah you know exactly what to do that's amazing yeah, yeah and I think that's something that Drew again I think I say this like way too often but Drew always says like clients will not know what to hire you for unless you show them so like yeah. I think it's amazing that like obviously like that the personal projects are super important to that. And like, if you're not getting the work that you want, just make it yourself and then people mm -hmm. will hire you for it, which is super sick. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, one of the things I always kept in mind when I made the jump is that I sort of used to work in this world where people would hire me because I could do it, mm -hmm. you know, put insert brand here and I'll fit within their brand temp template and guidelines. Mm -hmm. But now I get to work because of the way that I do it. Which, yeah is one of the things that I love about illustration. Yeah. You're, you're amazing at, uh, it's not, it's not as if you want to go outside your style, but you're so amazing and so good about sticking to what it is that you do and we're just like always exploring it. Like mm -hmm. you don't deviate from it and it's, it's smart. I mean, I, I deviate from what I do all the time and, uh, I'll think it's, it's not wise. You, you end up with, uh, this doesn't happen all the time, but I've definitely ended up with some projects I did not want to do. So it's like, well, crap, like that's my portfolio. Like when somebody hits me up for a Where's Waldo, hey clients, oh. don't ever, don't hit me up for Where's Waldo, like ever. I won't do I it. Thought, but you're so good at that, that I feel like it would be natural. Listen, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take the horn out right now okay. and just, just toot it. My own, that is. <laughs> I, I I don't think anybody on planet Earth does what I do with isometric stuff. I changed it on purpose because everybody was drawing houses and people at a party. You know, it's just like, it's really boring. 
And so I was like, well, what if you put just like a big statue of uh, like a robot head? And then what if some stuff wasn't isometric? And what if there were cables and knobs everywhere? Like, I just chose isometric accidentally. Um, but if you look at my stuff, I don't put people in it because drawing people sucks. So yep. it's it's hard. But it's people are still... Yeah, it, it, they just get a glance of my work and they're like, yeah, dude, where's Waldo? It's like, do you see any of my pieces that have 10,000 freaking people standing in a park with one guy who's wearing something different? So anyway, um, enough about me. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Well, I have another question about your personal projects before we move on. Um, because I always think that this is a cool thing that you do is that like, whenever you do a personal project, do you go for it? Like it is a whole thing like the sweethearts ball club was the coolest thing ever and it's like a whole production and it look like it feels really built out and like thought out and stuff and i think that's really unique to you because i think a lot of artists like when you say personal project they'll do like one illustration or like a handful of illustrations and you really just like go for it why do you choose to do these like big time consuming projects instead of just like one-off illustrations um You'll probably hear me talk about my advertising past a ton in this <laughs> episode, but um, it's sort of ingrained in you in that in that world because, like, even when we used to review portfolios, if someone would show me just a logo, it's like, well, what else can it do? You know, you want to see it come mm -hmm. to life, and it's great to see things as an entire campaign because then the client can see that you don't just stop at this one part or that they could only hire you for this one part that they could entire hire you for the entirety of their project. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I just like, I, I love to see things live on and what else they can become. Yeah. That's cool. I love it. I like that answer. <laughs> um, yeah. You have like 80 parts to this question you want to keep there. Did you get, did you finally get to all of them, Andrea? Yeah, I think I did hit every part that I wanted to hit. I did write <laughs> I like 80 parts to the question. Is it just today or is like Andrea finally just like dropped the hammer that she's cooler than all of us? Me? Like I'm just noticing like your your energy, you have like all these new piercings, which they just keep growing. I know, like or maybe Yeah. <laughs> and your energy, and it's just like uh one of these days you're gonna my prediction no. is that you and Olivia take over closer and closer. It's like Drew, get the hell out I of here. So. No, no, no. I'm yeah, weird energy. I'm like in the middle of a move right now and also had people staying with me for like a week and it's just been long story short they like all got sick and it's been a time so i'm just i think i'm just i seem chill but i'm just exhausted i like need it oh uh, yeah yeah i'm glad you didn't get sick by the way i forgot that you were in the middle of the storm um <laughs> i want to throw you a compliment Lindsay, but it, it's like we have to go back to what we were talking about but i'm still gonna do it uh it was it was about your girly style i like you, I know that I, I I draw comparisons between you and I a lot, but it's kind of we have a little bit of like a, a Lincoln Kennedy's um, secretary coincidences in our life. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's like Lincoln's secretary was named Johnson, and Kennedy's secretary was named Johnson. Have you seen the similarities between those two? Yeah, you just don't know about this. What I don't I, know about I, it. I always say six, seven degrees, six or seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. So that's a more like. Yes modern this reference is, to what i think you're trying to say um I, I should just say what i'm trying to say there's a billion coincidences between lincoln and kennedy oh, oh okay it's stuff like the first person that ever punched them had the last name waffles it's like really <laughs> specific and then they both got shot um and that's what i'm trying to tell you i got shot no uh 
I know that I draw a lot of comparisons, but we do have a lot of things in common. We even are aligned, like I said, I'm aligned in color gal, just like you. Um, but I like that uh, you do that just because you like early stuff. And I, I already know just by look like, I think all Minnesota women, I'm assuming are like really strong. Like you don't need to, that's just assumed, right? Like if you live in Minnesota, you're, you're a tough person. Yeah. Cause it gets to be like 35 below here. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm going to, I, what I'm, the compliment I'm trying to throw you is it's taking too long. I just really like what you do. I like that My you muscles. don't have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just like that it, even though you draw these cute little, um, things and like these little plumpy lips with buck teeth and like little flower faces, like there's no doubt that you're a tough chick. And I like that. And it comes through even more in the fact that you don't have to say it. Does that make sense? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, that's, that's I do have your girly print hanging right above my bed. And that's exactly oh. why I love it. Is because that warms my heart. It's, yeah, it's so badass, but it's also like so girly and fun, which I think it's what every girl wants to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It just comes through naturally. So, uh, yeah, so you, you and I have chatted. I, I think uh, there is a, a time on the roster, like me, you, Dave Loiter, group of artists that came in that uh, take Drew, Drew's like mandate seriously, like join this meeting. And so we're always like on the same calls and stuff. So we talk. And then on Slack, you're always bugging me and I'm like, shut up. You're like, no, seriously. Um, but, you know, so I know, I know that you like stay up late and like you work really hard. Uh, you maintain a pretty torrid creative pace. I'm jealous of it. Um, you have big clients under your belt. Every, it seems like every single time I pop open Instagram, it's like oh, I worked with I worked with this client that Dave wants to work with, and I worked with this client that Dave wants to work with. Um, your socials are sharp. Uh, you're, you're pretty put together. But I want you to kind of peel the curtain back for us a little bit. How hard is it to do what you do, or is it hard? And what does it take? And for young artists out there, this is like a 50-part question. For young artists out there, um, what should they expect or how hard should they expect to work to be able to make it to a level where they can get repped? Mm -hmm. Um, I will be honest and say that it is quite hard (laughs) sometimes. I want you to be honest. I I think about my health and the hours that I pull, and it's like, what is this going to do in the long run? Um, (laughs) But <clears throat> I don't know. A lot of it is work ethic that just kind of comes naturally, given to me by my parents. But also, um, I think some of it is um, there's this, you know, the saying "make hay while the sun is shining." And I think for a freelancer, that's very, very important. Um, I also don't like to say no to things. I'm I'm a little greedy, but I'm also such an optimist. Um, at heart and I every project that comes through it's like well if it's got a shitty timeline the people are great or if the budget's not that great the work is amazing and I have to have it so I think that um, I always I always see a silver lining in some in projects which is why I take on a ton Um, but yeah I think that that you look at people and think things come really naturally like I see a lot of other artists and like oh man they probably just wake up and floof that out and totally. then go get a coffee and they're done for the day. But um, 
that's not the case with me. I, I work hard and I, I like twiddle over stuff and second guess things. And, um, plus creativity is, is a time consuming beast in itself. So I think that if you don't have the patience for it, it can be really, really hard. Yeah. It's kind of a, like a full life dedication thing. Mm-hmm. Like your family has to go on notice. Right? <laughs> they like- do. My husband always will like, it'll be late at night and he'll say, are you getting closer? I'm like, stop asking me that. Cause I don't know. I don't know where the end, where the finish line is, but, um, probably not. You just go to bed. I'll figure this out. And then I'll take a snoozer tomorrow. So yeah. it's it, like it balances in the back itself of the minivan. Out, <laughs> yeah. He's like the kid in the back of the minivan. It's like, mom, yeah. are we there yet? <laughs> All the time. Every project. He, he's very he's very linear thinking though and like type a so he, why doesn't stuff just end when it's supposed to end but yeah here we are when he asks if you're getting closer if you ever turn around in, in your chair i'm assuming he'd be like standing at the door and and, and do you say i'm getting closer and closer i do oh, yeah. closer and closer dot co yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have to add in the dot co yeah shout out yeah, exactly. i love that i love that plug I ask because uh, I I think I mean all of all artists work hard, but just because I I know you personally and and your goal in one of our meetings was to um, get more sleep, um, which no one liked. I think you're the only one that liked that. <laughs> I thought it was a great goal. It's like yes, I want that too. Because when I don't know about you, when when I when I sleep, like if I'm like okay, project's done, and I'm watching TV, and I'm like. It's that feeling that like you defeated the monster and you're like, wait, I'm done. Wait, I'm done. And then you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay my head down right here. And then you fall asleep. I don't know about you, but it's like an opioid freaking slumber. Like it, I sleep. Do you sleep like hard sleep. when you Yeah. Yeah. I if I have to work through like a, a longer timeline, it's a lot of truncated naps. But yeah. once, like if I have a big sprint and then it's over, I'm out and I'll sleep through dinner, wake up the next day, get a solid 16 hours. Yeah, totally. Like, I feel, it, I almost feel like a pervert sleeping that long. I don't know why I'm making the connection. <laughs> it's that weird though, right? <laughs> you sleep for like 18 hours. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I, uh, I'm into some weird stuff. I slept 18 <laughs> hours. I don't know what's yeah, going I mean, on I always here. feel like a, like a, t- like a 13 year old boy. Like who just, yeah. Yeah. Mom's yelling for you to wake up and come get breakfast. You're like, shut up, mom. <laughs> Sleeping. Going um, through puberty, mom. Um, I am, mom. If you're listening, mom, it's happening again. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the reason why I brought that up, though, is just because if you are listening, artist who wants to do this, but also really likes to be done by 5 p.m., let's just be honest that I, if you, do any artists finish at 5 p.m. ever? I think Lindsay, not Lindsay, Amy Monique does. She's like, Monique I'm, I'm kind of, Monique. I always think Amy Monique because it's a first name. She, two first names. She should change her name. Yeah. When I was, when I was uh, in elementary school, I had a girlfriend named Amy and my second girlfriend was named Monique after Amy. But I broke oh. up with her because her friend Emily called me at dinner time once. And said we found Monique dead behind a grocery store. She had a drug overdose, and I was like, I don't know, eleven or twelve, and I, it, it messed me up. And they didn't tell me till the next day. 
Yeah, and I got to school and she wasn't dead. I was like, whoa, you guys screwed me up real bad and I broke up with her right there. That cannot be real. Yeah, isn't that messed up? What a stupid oh thing to do. I haven't talked about it in a long time. If, if they're listening, they should contact you and apologize. <laughs> yeah, it was the weirdest dinner I've ever had. I went back to, you know, I was like eating my mashed potatoes. I was like, my girlfriend's dead. Don't know how to break it to my mom. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Kids, man. Yeah, isn't that a stupid joke? There was like nothing. It's like my, my, my buddy, his wife came home from a run. She had the baby. She went to the bathroom. Baby was sitting. He got home at the same time, grabbed the baby, went outside and hid in the bushes. Two minutes later, his wife comes sprinting out in the front yard. It was like, ah. And he slowly walks out of the bushes. He's like, huh, hi. And she grabs the baby from him. And what he told me, and this is exactly what I want to, you know, this family girl. He's like, I don't know what I was expecting to gain from this joke. <laughs> I, I don't know if we can go on because I'm a little traumatized on yeah. your behalf. Do you feel it, it was messed up? Like it, and was, it happened like no, how many years ago? Uh, I was like 11 or 12. Okay, so. <laughs> so he's not going to say ten. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we're we're spring chickens. Yeah, so maybe that's why I put Monique's name second to Amy yeah. because the she's the one that did it. Yep, the trauma. That was a weird tangent. Anyways, anyways, moving on. Um, something that I wanted to touch on, and I feel so lame doing this, but like, it's just really like it really is impressive. Like Dave was saying, you do a million things you work so, so hard on your client work and your personal projects. And then you also like constantly kill the marketing game, which is so impressive. Like you're probably one of the artists, no offense to all the other artists on the roster, but you're one of the artists that like consistently hits their marketing goals. And like, actually every time that we have a check-in, because for those who don't know, we have like quarterly marketing check-ins and we always set a goal. And then the next check-in, we talk about that goal and like how it went, if they hit it, if they didn't hit it. Lindsay is always one of the people that I'm like, Oh yeah, she like hit her goal and she's killing it and she's ready to move on to the next thing, which I think is super amazing. Um, so I kind of wanted to ask, like, is this something that you do naturally and like do you know something that you're just kind of like keen on doing, or is it something that you had to teach yourself to do? Um well <laughs> my background <laughs> in advertising. What is what is your background? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I started at a pizza place and then delivered flowers and then I got into advertising. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, I, I learned all my tricks there. We had so many different departments. Um, so it was like getting to just see how a big machine is run. And then you just, I took those tricks with me. Um, but also you are so helpful with those marketing goals and I'm such a rule follower where if, if if you say I should do this, or if I commit to this, aside from the newsletter, it's coming, people. <laughs> um, I will do it because I just yeah. I don't want to drop the ball. It's in my nature. Tell me what to do. I'll follow the rules. Yeah, I'm the same way. So I totally get that. It's like I, I we were talking about this the other morning. It's not that I'm a disciplined person. It's that like I have to follow the rules, and if I tell somebody mm -hmm. that I'm going to do something. I have to do it because I'm going to like, I don't want to let them down, but it's not like if it's something that only has to do with me, I won't do it. Like I'm not disciplined. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that eventually. But if it affects anybody else, I'm like, got to do that thing. And then yep. I do it and I tell them and they're like, oh, I forgot about it. And I'm like, great. 
<laughs> Good thing I spent so much time on that. You gotta choose your, your rebellions, right? There's like some stupid, there's something, some things that are stupid to be rebellious about. Like anything that can make you successful, be like, I don't need that. Totally. Like, okay, oh, okay, keep going, pal. But I, I do yeah. think that that's like uh, something that artists do a lot, specifically with marketing, that I've realized is like, it is sometimes really hard to get that buy-in. I'm like, I totally get it. Cause obviously like you guys have to focus on your art. There's other things, you know, like it's like a full scope of things and like marketing isn't just the one thing that you have to do. So I understand the resistance, but I think that is something that I really appreciate about Lindsay specifically is that like you are really good at like taking my advice, being like, okay, yes, this is something that'll help me and then applying it, which I don't think everybody can do. I think it's, it's kind of difficult. It's a challenge. Thanks. I think the other thing too is um, it's Lindsay made this LLC. So mm -hmm. there's no one that's going to be doing it for me. I kind of have to, I have to shout out my own name and my own work because um, mm -hmm. people aren't just going to come to Minneapolis, Minnesota and find me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like once myself. you also, yeah, I think once you see like how it can work for you, you know, because I think that's something that you've seen is like how, oh yeah, like when I do put together a really sick personal project and like take the time to get it out there and send it out to people, like the work comes in, then it's, it kind of clicks for people. But I think it's just like that getting started point that is really difficult of like, okay, you're telling me to do this, but like, I don't know if it's gonna, you know, like for some reason it might not work for me, even though like it, okay. it probably will. I get yes, it. I, I see. I okay. I see what the listen. We're not saying anything. Is that why you, this is why you started the podcast again. Is this why is this why we're doing this? Is closer and closer even real? Look, I don't apply all the marketing tips. Okay, I can't. I can't do it. Is that we're doing your best? This is, is Lindsay even real? Are you a real artist? No, Lindsay's a all? paid actress. I'm from corporate. <laughs> I'm from corporate. I was brought in to clean things up a little. I see. I see. Yeah. I actually would like to know um, what, like, do you have an email list, Lindsay? Have you got that far yet? For me, that's like the, you you're, you do? I'm like, I squirrel things away. So I have, um, yeah, I, and also when, before I had a rep and I was kind of seeking things out on my own, I would just build a list of my favorite places, uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn stock, get names there. Mm -hmm. But every time I have a, a new project or a client, I pop them into my little database. I'm sure there's a much um, more efficient, uh, like, you know, 2021 way to do things. But the way I do it is just an Excel sheet and I just squirrel them away, keep them for a rainy day. And then, and then you, who, like, then you, you like use MailChimp or something and then they're all like in there. Why don't you just, isn't that what that's for? Like, is that how you do that? Yep. For some reason, that seems so unattainable for me. But really, it's just the like copying and pasting emails for a full day that I can't. Yeah. Do it's always the starting that's the hardest part, Dave. Will you do that for me, Andrea? Can I send you all my emails? Uh, Thank you. Thank what you. Those, what about those sons of yours? They're they're True. probably bored this uh, summer. They need an internship. Uh, my sons don't take what I do seriously. <laughs> I offered my son to be an apprentice. Like, uh, you know, he's 17 now. I was like, I thought this was going to go over real well. And I sat down. I was like, have a seat. And look at me in the eye. Damn it. He's like, looked at me. And I was like, okay. It's like, I want to offer you an opportunity to do all my line work. 
and he he was like i I, dad that's uh i don't know who you think you're talking to i don't want to do that at all and i was like uh hello dave arcade your real last name hammerhorn handlehorn dave handlehorn um and he wasn't he wasn't interested so my boys will not help me i i told my other boys who want to make video games i was like i will work i will create a video game level with you right in front you can sit in my office we'll do it together like nah i I know how i could like they're like oh we don't care get the hell out of here isn't that how they became became youtube stars what's that i said then they went off and became youtube stars no they're not going to be anything because they don't they don't don't want they don't have the hunger (laughs) (laughs) oh dave yeah the the handle horn hunker (laughs) they don't have the hunker <laughs> kids do the darnest things i think that's just like i was the same way with my mom because she does like international relations type stuff and like she was always like i mean you get an internship like where i work and like at least try it out in high school and like see if you like it or whatever and i was like absolutely not why would i want to do that <laughs> like, do you regret college. it um no i mean i'm fine where i am but like i maybe i would have done it and i would have enjoyed it and then i would have ha- found a- another passion but it's just really funny how how kids do that because like it's hilarious to me that your kid is like an art like he makes art and he was like no I don't want to help you like I don't need that yeah I totally thought it would just be this like you know hand in glove thing just like yeah. of course but that's why we are doing this um, yeah. my name is Dave Denver we are here to have an intervention about the mistake you made in the past of not accepting your mom's offer Thank to do you. an internship you. you're like you uh, should go work at the Inter American Development Bank now. That's what we want for you. What's my intervention going to be? Is it coming? No. Um. Yeah. It's just don't ask. Okay. You can't ask. You have to wait okay. for it. Freak. Uh, Lindsay, are your kids creative? This is a weird question, but like, do they do art too, or are they like not interested at all? Yes. My well, my four-year-old son is a meathead by trade, oh. and my. <laughs> my seven my seven-year-old loves art he loves um dev pelkey who does captain underpants and dogman and he shows you how to draw the characters in the book so he sits down and makes all that is so cute that is adorable it's cute but his room is full of paper just stacks and stacks of paper and yeah, you can't get rid of it. No, like you'd be the worst mom ever. Like, let's throw this stuff away. Get, like, uh-huh. You, you got to keep it, right? Because like you my get son, this kid an iPad. Yeah, yeah, but the paper's so nice. My son kept all of his drawings, and the other day when I was trying to get something done, I really was busy, and he came into my office and started laying them down one by one and telling me about them. I was like, I'm the one that saved these. I know, I know what they are, but it was really cool to see him. Um, I have to ask really quick. Uh, just a process question, and we should probably you know get back to um, if Drew hears this podcast, he's gonna be like, "This is awesome, guys." Um, no, this is a good one. I, I like it when we just chat and, and go off on tangents. I think it's more enjoyable for the listeners, right? Listeners, this is a poll. Tap yeah. and scroll up, scroll up, and post to Twitter and interface it to YouTube into the comments. Um, so, when you draw, like you start a project, do you um, do you draw on? paper and scan it do you draw it on the ipad like what's your favorite process like like how do you approach drawing um i'm still a little all over the place with my sketch process uh okay. i i love 
just sit on the floor and draw um, on a big, big slab of paper. But sometimes I love to like watch TV too. So I'll sit downstairs and with my iPad or something. Um, the iPad doesn't feel as natural to me, but I'll make it work. But yeah, pen and pa pencil and paper. And you scan it? It's where my heart is. Or take some, take some iPhone pics. And then just go and Photoshop and like make the background white and yeah. magic wand it. Yeah, it's funny how lazy we can be these days with the iPhones and you don't need the big flatbed scanner. Or remember the roll scanner? Yeah. yeah no, you, you don't need it. Like it's a huge photo and uh, um, tools in Photoshop are just fine to turn that like dark line art. Do you vectorize it or do you keep it raster? Uh, I, I vector pretty much everything. Okay, that would be crazy if you didn't ask kind of a stupid question. I'm sorry. You know what? Is this an intervention about how stupid I am? No, Dave, is we this, would never. Is, or is it a vector yeah. intervention? Should I start vectorizing? No, no, you shouldn't. I think everyone should use the tool that I use, Vector Magic. I bring it up all the time. They should be paying me. Stupid. Can't jerks. people not get it? Isn't that like the whole thing? Oh, what do you mean? I felt like you can't get a new computer because you can't use Vector Magic on. Oh, no. So I, they refuse to update it. They haven't updated it since 2015. And so I'm just waiting for something to break it, but it just never breaks. But just in case there's an OS that breaks it, I have a iMac sitting right there that I never turn on from 2013 that has Vector Magic on it. And it will be resurrected and it will be, I have a whole computer dedicated to that program. That's how good it is at making bitmaps into vectors. And that is crazy. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It's a good piece of software. <laughs> Anyways, as we wrap up here, because I think, I think that's all our questions for today, which is crazy. We really ran through them all. But the last question, the most important question that we will ask you the whole day. Tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on the grams at Lindsay, spelled with an E, E-Y, made mm -hmm. this. Um, LindsayMadeThis.com. Not, not big on Twitter. Um, no TikTok yet? Just kind, of, just kind of Lindsay made this across the board. I'm on yeah. TikTok, but there's only one video I don't. I don't have a lot of time for don't check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lindsay. This was so much fun. Thanks for having this me. This was fun. Yeah, you for sure. Thanks for tuning in to the Closer and Closer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to receive the latest episodes. You don't want to miss some of the incredible conversations that we have coming up. They'll be full of powerful insight to help you reach your full creative potential. To find out more about us, visit www.closerandcloser.co.